Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Thank Rockets Friday. Thank you very much for downloading and having a listen to this, the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast. Thank Rockets Fridays, where we look ahead to the weekend's action. It's like the little brother to the main podcast, which comes out every single Tuesday. I'm just waiting for JB to ruin the intro to no, the podcast no, I'm, somehow. I'm, I'm good, I think. Wow. Um, wow. Got a pen, got paper. Well done. Thanks. Uh, that's JB and that's Phil. Hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. Right. Let's get cracking then, because it's uh, it's back to Heineken Cup Rugby. And big matches as well. Round five of the Heineken Cup and some crucial fixtures, uh, some more dead rubber fixtures as well. Uh, so if we take this pool by pool, we have a little prediction thing that we do as well, just to put our money where our mouth is a little bit. Uh, we predict who we think is going to win. The bookies have a favourite. The bookies have an underdog. If we back the favourite, you get one point. If you back the underdog, you get two points. And uh, whoever comes out on top wins the week. Now, before Christmas, um, where do we stand? You won again, didn't you, Phil? Yeah, predictably. Um, I predicted all of the predictions <sighs> correct. I predicted all of the predictions predictably top. Yeah, and so so going into 2014, how many weeks of predictions have you won? Um, I've won seven weeks worth of predictions, whereas Tim, you and JB have both won three. Um, seven to three. Let, let's start in Heineken Cup, Pool 1. The teams in that pool are Leinster, Northampton, Cast and Ospreys, who currently sit in that order in the table with Leinster got a four-point lead over Northampton. Two rounds to play, so either team could could qualify. And it's probably unlikely that that Northampton can get through as a as a loser. They would have to win yeah. the ball. If you look back at historically, you really need to be looking at 20 points to mm. even be the best loser. Yeah. So Northampton, who are currently on nine, would need to have five-point bonus is in both their remaining fixtures, Ospreys away and cast at home, which is doable, but that would only put them at 19 points. They've still got to go for it. So they're playing at Ospreys. Mm. Ospreys are pretty much out of it. Mm. I know they say they don't take it into account, but I do genuinely think that with all the turmoil with the Welsh game and the regions, and I've got a feeling it's going to carry over. They're not going to show up. And I think Northampton are going to beat them. I think they're going to yeah. beat them badly. Ospreys have got nothing to play for, whereas Northampton have everything to play for. Ospreys don't even know if, if they'll exist next year. Sunday afternoon at 12.45. Exactly. When I predict Northampton to win. I predict Northampton to win. And you, 
predict Jonathan yeah. Northampton to win. Absolutely. Yeah, easy pick. Right, right uh, Paul 2 of the Heineken Cup is Toulon, 15 points. Cardiff Blues, 13 points. Exeter Chiefs, 7 out of it. Uh, only playing for a place in the Amelin Challenge Cup knockout stages. And Glasgow, 6 points. So, not the most interesting game in the pool, but the one involving the English team is Exeter-Glasgow. That game, we could actually switch to predicting the Toulon Cardiff game. Because okay. that's there is genuine they're both fighting for top spot. Yeah. And uh, it's uh, it's at, it's in Toulon, right? It is. It is in Toulon. Um, I think I'm gonna go with Toulon. I think I might go with Toulon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they'll be run, one in revenge for the uh, for the match at the Arms Park. The only thing more terrifying than a team of superstars is a team of angry superstars wanting <laughs> revenge. <laughs> um yeah. I'm also going to follow suit. Uh, I do think Exeter will win, but yeah, we'll stick with that. Well, just on the Exeter game, Exeter have actually they've lost seven out of their last eight fixtures in they all have, competition. They have, but that's not a, f- a fair reflection of the team. And Glasgow are a solid team. No, they're not. Um, they are. Yeah, it's, think... an inter- it's an interesting stat because Exeter are still hovering in the Premiership around the top they've six. They've had a horrible few weeks. Yeah, but they, they were in the top four. They were. Uh, They'll get back there, I think. But, um, no, they, they won't now. No, they won't now. Don't be so sure. Don't be so sure. They're, they're a prideful bunch. And Dave Ewers will truck it up a bit more yes, for you, Jay. That's right. <laughs> uh, there we go. Pool three. Now, this is a tasty top two in the pool. Yes. Toulouse, Saracens, and they're going head-to-head in France. Yeah. Both on 15 points. Both with three bonus points. Both with similar... Um, I think Saracens have got more tries, but uh, they're both 1-3, lost one. Domestic form is important here because Saracen's domestic form is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and Toulouse is very yeah. mixed because yeah. Toulouse, their only away win of the season is against Saracens. They're, they're yet to win in the top 14 away. Is it that typical French laissez-faire kind of hot and cold and then they just turn it on for the big match? Who knows? Hard, yeah, you know. but they are playing at home, which is obviously where they've won virtually all of their games. Um, and it makes them favourites. Yeah, it does make them favourites. Confidence means a lot. And I think the Saracens team is very confident. Yeah, I think this will be a, a superb game. So this is three o'clock on Sunday afternoon. This is the real tie of the round, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. This should be sensational. Three game. o'clock on Sunday, you say? Sunday, yes. Yeah. Um, get to watch it. I'm going to say... Doesn't clash with any American football or anything? Uh, well, I like to record the American football and then get to it later. See, with a bit of rewind. Will this game be as good as the Colts Indianapolis Colts versus Kansas City Chiefs? <laughs> I don't know. That's one hell of a game. What an incredible... Right, By the way... If you, don't, if you don't know and you're not into it, our, our egg-shaped ball cousins from the across the Atlantic are just into the playoffs, the early rounds of the playoffs, and it's a bit more complex than it is I think uh, in luck. rugby. And 45-44 to 44 with an unbelievable comeback Second for the Colts. biggest comeback of all time, I think. Really? In, in wow. Yeah. Andrew Luck, the quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts, I'm sure is George North's long lost brother. They are like the same build, they've got the same stupid hair. Like, uh, same just, stupid hair. Yeah, like that kind of curly mop look. Um, I, just, well, not dissimilar from Phil's, which I quite like. Oh, no, Phil's more. Phil, Phil looks a little bit like a young Mark Commode. <laughs> um, um, oh, he does look like George North. Do you wow. know what I mean? And also, like, like the build of him as well. He's a very powerful guy. He he he, he can run. Let's have a look at his stats. He scored a great try on the weekend. A uh, try, try, touchdown. 
six four, uh, one hundred eight kilograms. So very similar to very North. Similar. Where, what's what's George, what's what's George North? Probably about that. I think George. George what North's position would George North play in American football? Well, look, look at well, Andrew Luck would probably play. Uh, Play wing if you know, he's uh, very quick. Six four hundred nine kilograms. Wow! And they don't look. They don't look. They, they look, very, look the same shoulders. If you if you got those two next to each other because they're identical height and weight as well. Yeah, you would think they were brothers. You would more you, so than uh, George North pencil neck brother pen pusher of a brother pencil neck pen pusher who made it into our what was it maggot fifteen oh no uh, <laughs> brothers fifteen <laughs> runt of the litter fifteen yeah. Have we? Uh, uh, you, you sort of think when you think about an American football quarterback that they would they would automatically slot in at nine or ten. But, yeah, you uh, do, I guess. But quite a lot of them actually would probably slot in elsewhere well, in the team, flanker very, or winger. A lot of them are very quick, uh, and a lot of them are quite big. I mean, you're looking. I think the average kind of American football quarterback is like six foot four. You know, so they're, they're not small, and most of them are not very mobile. Yeah, some aren't mobile. Peyton Manning can hardly run. <laughs> Yeah, like shuffles a little bit and then... It's like the Andy Goode mall. Yes, yes, it's exactly what he is. He's the Andy Goode. Although, hilariously, this this will make you laugh. Um, Gareth Thomas did the US talk show circuit and uh, he, he was coming on as like a sports hero after he'd come out. And the presenter, or the host, the host, sorry, described him as the patent, patent manning of rugby. <laughs> Nothing could be further from from the Peyton Manning of rugby than than Gareth Thomas. Did Peyton Manning have a celebration where he used to hit his head? Was that <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, no teeth and loads was of tattoos. Pey- was Peyton Manning the 15th best player um, in his ch- 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 chosen position? Probably not. Peyton Manning, uh, if you don't know, again, I'm just trying to fill in all the blanks, is, it, you've probably heard of Joe Montana and Dan Marino. Tom Brady. And maybe Tom Brady. Maybe Tom Brady. Uh, Peyton Manning is will be thought of in those sort of terms. Wow. Not to get to his American football, but he, he won't. He can't play in the cold. <laughs> <laughs> Back to rugby then, and pool three, Toulouse-Saracens. Jay, what, what do you think? Uh, if, if, you're, if you two are waiting to hear what everyone else says, I'm just going to jump in, Toulouse, home win. Saracens. Toulouse are favourites. You've got two monster packs and the two... Uh, Johnston brothers yeah. going, going against each other, Census and James. So many great storylines there, isn't there? Yeah. James will have a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, younger brother. Mm-hmm. Probably, have, probably have a portion of chips on his shoulder. <laughs> In fact, the Saracens team, the, 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 the massive load of fish and chips they bought on their way back from another well-earned win at the weekend. I saw that. That was a great yeah, tweet. It was. Uh, Saras, Saracens, do they still go to Oktoberfest? Yeah, they did this year. Had a trip to New York already this season. Did I tell you the story? I, I know someone who um, works for Saracens, or claims he does. Um, and he said that when Gavin Henson was there, uh, they made him name the squad. He could only name five players in the squad when he was there. That's the kind of awkward character he is. <laughs> wow. Uh, who are you going for, Jay? Come on, or Phil? Um, I'm also going to go Saracens. I'm going to pick. Mm. pick yes, I'm going to win this. Pick the un- underdog. Wow, Phil. Wow, you're both picking the underdog, which could be double points. I've gone for a home win with Toulouse. Like you say, two mammoth packs. Yeah, that'd be a great game. Uh, Pool four. Pool four. Uh, Claremont Averne, 15 points. Harlequins, 11 points. The other two teams doesn't really matter. Racing Metro, Scarlet's both out of it. It's Quinns at home to Claremont. Quinns with a win could level things on points or better ahead of the final round of matches. Can they? Can no. they? No. I, w- I wish they could, but they can't. 
I would love to see them do it, particularly with all the young English talent. But I don't think Quinn's pack's going to be big enough. No, I don't think so. And there's a cliche, isn't there? And I do recognise this is a cliche, and all the sports commentators say it, but if you stop Quinn's on the game line, you stop them getting through that first line of the fence and playing their offloading, they don't offer much. And that's what happened to him in, in, at Northampton. It's what happened to him at Bath. Bath smashed them everywhere. Yeah, when they had 42-odd combined stone of James Johnson and Ollie Cohen, they could sort of mix it up a little bit, couldn't yeah. they? Yeah, so if you stop their offloading, I don't like it. And by the way, Claremont... Who did Claremont lose then? Lose to then? Did they lose to Racing Metro? At Racing Metro, 13-9, it was. Quinns have lost two games, so... Yeah. Uh, again, I think we'd all love to see Quinns come out on top of this one. What a massive game. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to say Claremont. I'm going Claremont. Because Claremont can play a one, wonderful off, um, uh, offloading game, but then they've got those animals up front. Bonaire, Fafana, Cudmore. Mm. <laughs> Phil's man crush, Jamie mm. Cudmore. Mm. Jamie Cudmore. Cudmore. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have to go. Claremont. Sorry, Quins. I want to see yeah. you win. I hope we're all wrong. Tomorrow afternoon, one thirty-five. Mm. Um, Saturday afternoon. Great match. You two playing? Uh, I'm injured. <coughs> <coughs> what a surprise! That's what happens when he play, plays with big boys? <laughs> on a few um, <laughs> <laughs> I am playing against Wirral. Well, providing I get picked. I only played hooker, loose head, and six. Uh, uh, this weekend. So, so they're narrowing it down. Narrowing it down, yeah. They're going to find by the end of the season they'll have found your best position. Yeah. Uh, Pool five: Ulster, Leicester, and then Montpellier and Treviso are out of it. They can't win. Gold God's uh, as good as he is isn't going to have any impact on this on this pool. So it's all about Leicester, Ulster, but Leicester are going away to Treviso. So you'd think they're going to pick up five points. Treviso yep. haven't got a point. Yeah. Uh, they've only scored sixteen points and conceded one hundred and forty-four. So Leicester are going to pick up the maximum, you'd think, which would put them on 20 points. And Ulster, they home or away to Montpellier? Um, they are at home. At home to Montpellier. Mm, tonight. So you... Eight o'clock tonight. Oh, is that tonight's game? Brilliant. Ooh, must, uh, must rush home. <laughs> well, this is the morning, JB, right now. Oh, uh, OK, yeah. Uh, <laughs> rush home after work tonight. Um, for four, 14 hours of prep before the match. <laughs> so... Ulster are probably going to come out on top in that one, aren't they? What game should we predict then? Montpellier, Ulster's a bit more of a... They're, they're both... Montpellier are done for, Ulster are unbeaten, um, and Leicester, Treviso is a non-event. So we, we almost write this one off. Uh, Heineken Cup, Pool 6, Munster and Gloucester, um, Edinburgh and Perpignan. Now, technically speaking, mathematically, anyone can top this group. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, fix, um, the fix to this weekend is Munster going to Gloucester. Yeah, now if Gloucester beat them, um, prevent them from getting any losing bonus points, and Gloucester get a four-try winning bonus point, then uh, assuming they score more than forty-five points, there's a few little ifs there. Do you know, they will go top of the group. There was a situation like this involving Gloucester a few years ago with Munster. Munster needed like forty points, a bonus point. X Y Z, and and they did it. They did it. Yeah, it I saw a little um, documentary thing about. Wow, that. it was one, it was one of the best games that, that you'll watch. Well, that's what happens when you've got the best song in rugby. Um, Munster are going to kill them. Uh, Gloucester are useless. I don't think Gloucester are useless. though I think they just need a new front row and a new second row. Most that, of most that's of which... pretty fundamental. Yeah. To yeah. It. Well, well, if you take it on Munster, you go. Where, yeah. If if we could be strong in one area of the pitch against Munster, yeah. where we do it? tight five. 
Yeah, yeah. I completely agree. So I, Munster, Munster will win, but to say Gloucester are useless... Well, they are useless, aren't they? Well, they are at the moment because of that. It's like having a car with a huge engine and no wheels. But you put um, Richard Hibbard and John Foer Hello. into that team, then you've got the yeah. making of a, of a very handy team. And then you stick Reese Priestland behind and... No. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Do you, know, you said about this about Reese Priestland. I heard he's going to Wasps. It's been debated that Wasps and Leicester and Gloucester are all potential destinations. Well, Co- uh, Cockrell, the soon-to-be ex-Leicester coach, said, um, <laughs> said that he had spoken to Priestland's people, but openly said that. Mm. So, uh, let, Let's just hear a little snippet of uh, Munster singing, because you mentioned it, JB. Yes. Oh, yeah. Great. Bit of rugby okey. I've forgotten about this one. Yeah, this is Munster singing the anthem that's played uh, at... Is, is this is this the one in the changing room? Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a great clip. I what's w- the start? What's the place they? What's the place they play? Toman Park. Toman Park. That's it. Uh, so it's the anthem that's played before the game at Toman Park, and this is the players singing it. Stand up and fight. For blow. Well, um, good luck, Kvezik. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Munster, Munster, Munster. Munster, Munster, Munster. That's right. Um, um, so, we need one more game. Uh, well, let's have a look in the Amelin Challenge Cup, because there's a few uh, English clubs that are obviously well-placed there, because there's no one really else. Well, who are matches? London Wasps playing? Uh, they're playing Bayon in Bayon. Oh, yeah, let's do this one then, because Bayon have got 15 points, London Wasps have got 18 points. Oh, right, I'm going to level with you. I know nothing about Bayon. So can someone tell me something about Bayon so I can make a decision? Um, let's have a look where they are in the top 14. They're second bottom, I think. In fact, I'd be interested to know yes, how they, they are, they are how, second bottom. How their match against Oyana went the other week, because uh, that was a huge game. Okay, can you tell me who plays for Bayon? Um, give me a second. This is a real professional way to uh, pick pick a game. Real <laughs> <laughs> insightful from me here. Well, if if I'm not mistaken, if I can remember, they've got um, Rockathoko, Joe Rockathoko in there. Is that right? right? Yeah, I think is that the team he plays for. Steve, him and Stephen Brett, the two Kiwis, are in there. Oh, and Tialata, no, Tialata, no, 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 the prop. No, no, no. Stephen Brett was in the same team as Mike Phillips. Yeah, which was Bayon. Uh, oh, Mike, was that, it Bayon? That was yeah. That Mike. was Breve. Tialata, no. does he play for them as well? If I'm just, just rattling yeah. these off the top of my head. Oh, well, then you... Um, hell of a memory, Tim. There was another Kiwi, wasn't there, uh, who got... Uh, what, Dwayne Hare? Um, Flanker. <laughs> <laughs> who was the other guy who got... Um, Do they not have... Um, disciplined with Phillips? Uh, JC Jans van Rensburg, the uh, South African he, prop. Yes, you're right, actually. I was always a big fan of uh, Lovo Balavu, oh, the, the uh, Fijian <laughs> centre. Fijian lad, yeah. Is he still there? <laughs> yeah, he's still there. Wow. So, Andy Good and his men, merry men. Well, Andy Good will probably be rested, won't he? It'll be Carlisle. Well, Andy Good does nothing but rest. Um, <laughs> even when he plays. <laughs> <laughs> Sit back in the shotgun. Oh, you want me to kick? Okay. <laughs> yeah. We need a prediction. Wasps. Um... Uh, give me wasps. Um, is it is it in Bayon? It is in Bayon. 
Ooh. which does influence my decision. Oh, yeah, no, I, I might change now. God knows, I don't know this. I have no idea. Because they're very I'm going tri- tribal, I'm, aren't they? Bayon, Bayon. I'm going to go Bayon as well. They're yeah. going to try and restore some local pride by beating the Le Roast Beefs. Uh, right, well, that's, that's JB. Say goodbye, JB. Bye. Say goodbye, Phil. Goodbye. We'll see you for the BT Sports special. We're going to be backstage at Rugby tonight and uh, chatting with uh, all the guys there and bringing you a very special podcast next time on the Chasers Rugby podcast. Here is uh, Phil's choice of songs to sing us out. Well, soon to be Auckland Blues player and maybe New Zealand international Benji Marshall with Sam Tide. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Benji Marshall, Sam Friday on the Footy Show Live. Big cheer, guys. Danny Wilder exclusive. Monday, took her for a drink on Tuesday. We were making love by Wednesday. And on Thursday and Friday and Saturday, we chilled on Sunday. Monday, I took her for a drink on Tuesday. We be making love by Wednesday. And on Thursday and Friday and Saturday, we chilled on Sunday. One, two, three into the four. Benji and Sammy T knocking at your door. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Cause you know we about to rip it up. Give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble. Benji and Sammy together, now you know you're in trouble. Monday. Took her for a drink on Tuesday. We be making love by Wednesday. And on Thursday and Friday and Saturday, we chilled on Sunday. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.